What's up my fellow Scruffy looking Nerf Herders and welcome to the Carbonite Chat. Today we're going to be talking about a fan film, but I think it's really kind of fitting for the last movie that we had with The Last Jedi. This is a very short fan film. It's about six minutes long, the actual fan film, and there's a little bit of credits afterwards. It will be linked down below. If you haven't seen it, it's called Hoshino. It's about a blind master Jedi and it goes back and it shows her coming up as you know being trained and i think this is really fitting for kind of what we missed out on with ray and luke and i think it was really good considering that it's not the typical fan film of where you're kind of watching you know a character trying you know multiple characters where it's somebody that just enjoys star wars and so what they ended up doing was just make it out where you know it's just a lightsaber duel and that's all it is for the entire thing. This actually, you know, kind of develops a little bit of a story, but mainly if you just kind of consider this as one piece of a larger story and you're just seeing this one piece kind of out of context. And that's why I say that this should have been around what happened with Ray and Luke on Oct 2 with the training. Obviously, you got to have Luke still being a Jedi, which we all wanted anyway. So I'm just going to pretend that's the case. And taking this you know, video, if you haven't seen it, go watch it again. It's linked down below. I think I already said that. But it, it's really good, um, especially considering this context. Now, it starts out and you see her and she is a blind Jedi. And you see that she's been marked up. And she begins to start to piece together the lightsaber. As it begins to piece together, it goes back in time to where she's training with her master. Now, this is where some of the stuff I think would have worked really well with Rey. Now, if you could have had Luke showing her the Force and helping her understand the Force, much like the first kind of lesson she began to get, minus the, the reed slap and, you know, the giggles and jokes of screwing up Tom because Ryan Johnson is a two-year-old, then you could have actually had, you know, he teaches her what the Force is, begins to help her learn, even though Maz Kanata began to teach it already, and she seems to know everything, but let's pretend this is a pretty decent story instead and so he teaches her about the force and then the next thing you kind of see in the movie is her training with a lightsaber but imagine if it was Luke and he begins to start to train her and when he begins to train her she's like why can't I use the lightsaber which is very much what happens in this fan film you know why why can't I be able to use the lightsaber I want to be able to use it you know if I'm training, let me train with what I'm going to use. And the master in this begins to say like, you know, there's no difference. Why do you need to use a lightsaber? We can use a stick that's just, just as good. You know, this, she goes, is it, there's force in that stick just as there's force in this lightsaber. He goes, but this lightsaber, although light like that stick, it carries a heavy weight. And again, this is referencing and discussing about how that, Ultimately, there is, you know, any, uh, something you've got to consider with a stick. And this fits with Ray because she's fought with her staff for so long that, you know, she beat up those kind of, you know, thugs on Jakku. But she could beat them up and hit them and defend herself with a stick. And no one dies in that situation. She hasn't really had to kill anyone up to this point. And there's a heavy weight behind that. And this is someone for a chance for Luke to begin to teach that. And I think that's something that would have really meant a lot. And then using the reference of saying like, you know, explain where you can, can kind of begin to explain some of her character a little bit and why she was so talented is 
begin to show it as like, you know, hey, you've been sensing a minor amount of force because the force flows through everything. See, that's the first lesson. And then now notice that you can, you've had this kind of using the force a little bit to use the staff and you, and then use that to allow her to kind of explain to her and then say, okay, but this lightsaber, the kyber crystal in it, that is very strong with the force, it's going to emphasize that and make it go very, very, you know, it's going to skyrocket it. And I've sent some rage inside of you. I've, I know that you're likely to head towards the dark side. We saw it when she first started, you know, she went to the dark side, you know, cave, lake type thing, the dark side pond. And Luke says, this is, this is an issue because see, this kyber crystal is going to just, you know, skyrocket the force sensitivity around you and it's going to cause you to go towards that emotion and see that's what Kylo did and Kylo ran towards the emotion and that's what the dark side does and if you don't get a hold of that and you can't control that with just your staff with nothing going on and there's no fight or battle scene happening how are you going to be able to do that with a lightsaber or if you make a mistake or you do something wrong you will suffer consequences for it. And that's when he can begin to point to his hand and look like, look, I rushed into things. And this is what happened to me. See, you know, again, this is beginning, you're connecting the old, you're explaining it, you're, you're digging a little bit deeper into what's going on. This isn't mimicking exactly what happened with Empire Strikes Back. It's teaching another lesson. It's a lesson that's fitting for Ray. And this is kind of what this fan film does. Now, the next thing you see happen in the fan film is that she goes and takes the lightsaber um, from her master and begins to go around with it. She's finally trying to be able to work with the lightsaber. One other thing happens where she's being trained and she's being blindfolded and you know it's shooting at her but that mimics a new hope which is what a lot of fan films you know kind of use that because it's an iconic training tool so i'm skipping that for this purposes because i'm kind of trying to connect it to what could have been done with ray and luke and so let's not connect it directly to them but it, it fits with the story and you'll see you know again later on she's blind so teaching her to have to learn how to train blindfolded is kind of a you know showing that this is actually really important for her but she's arguing like why do i need to learn to train blindfolded because i'm going to be able to see but she can't so then she she takes a lightsaber and she sneaks away and she goes into this cave and all of a sudden things are starting to attack and this is kind of the one part where i was like yeah that's not as you know realistic but it's like some bats and they come and she's trying to defend herself and one of the bats like kind of comes into the lightsaber and it comes back and hits her eye and that's how she ends up becoming blind. And I think something along those lines would have went a long way with Rey. We saw her in Force Awakens defeat Kylo. Now there's a lot of arguments behind why she was that he was defeated and that you know he was wounded and so on and so forth, but really it shouldn't have mattered that much. But it would have gone a long way if because she's so seemingly powerful, if she inflicted a wound on herself, if she did something that leaves a scar, leave an injury of anything of the sort that can lead to kind of just something she's got to learn from, just like this character had to. Now, I could again go on further and you could have still have the force bond between her and Kylo and Kylo could have explained to her, hey, by the way, did you know Luke tried to kill me? And instead of having 
the circumstances like it was before where Luke's hiding out because he's, you know, a coward now and all these other circumstances have it more along the lines like I kind of mentioned, I believe, in my How to Fix the Last Jedi video where instead what happens is it was a misunderstanding as you see in the movie, but Luke actually went and tried to go and bring Kylo back, but because Kylo would not listen to him and he saw, you know, Luke with the lightsaber and in my theory, my discussion, you know, we know Snoke's able to kind of manipulate minds from far away and be able to kind of you know transfer and the projection which we see later with Luke that he learned this from Snoke because Snoke projected himself and was in Kylo's tent while Kylo was sleeping and was manipulating his dreams to try to further him to the dark side similar to a lot of what we the beliefs were with Anakin and Emperor Palpatine and so Luke walks in and sees Snoke kind of manipulating his mind and much like Kylo didn't realize that Luke was a projection. Luke didn't realize that Snoke was a projection. Luke lights up his lightsaber. When he does, Snoke disappears, and that's when Kylo wakes up and is like, oh my god, my master's attacking me, and defends himself, pulls it down, kills off some Jedi or whatever, but because Luke is the actual Luke, he goes after him, but Kylo unwilling to listen, and Snoke continuing to manipulate his mind and tell him that you know, he, he saw that he was going to be the new Skywalker and Luke wanted to hold on to his own glory. Luke realizes that Kylo is so, you know, dangerous because of his abilities, like the abilities that he has, his potential as a Skywalker. And then anytime Luke's around, he becomes just enraged by the fact that, you know, uh, who, where Luke is and who Luke is, that this could lead him further to the dark side. Luke hides away because Snoke is actually, Snoke's going to hunt him down. And so he knows Snoke isn't going to do too much as long as he can't find Luke because he knows anytime he does something, Luke's going to then show up and defeat them. And then he doesn't show up because Kylo, as long as he's away from him, he knows that there's some conflict in Kylo and that Kylo will begin to slowly, you know, feel the light side calling back to him, which is what we see in The Force Awakens. So this is my idea of how it could have been done better for why Luke was on the island and why Luke's not a coward to be on the island, that he's actually saving the galaxy and he's protecting and trying to rescue his, you know, nephew in a different way much like he tossed the lights every way we always just think oh no he needs to be fighting to do something no here's luke hiding away it's not the best but considering trying to connect it with what happened in the force awakens and why he was gone that makes sense so anyways he then tells kylo then tells ray hey this is what happened he he tried to kill me he's not a good guy this is why he's not letting you train with a lightsaber because if he ever realizes you're gonna get too powerful He's going to try to strike you down, so that's why he's not letting you train with lightsaber. So you get this manipulation going back and forth. And then she, while Luke is sleeping, sneaks in. He tells her, of course, you know, Luke tried to kill him. And so she sees this, so she pulls the lightsaber from him while he's sleeping, like in the fan film. And that's when Luke awakens. And you can kind of have this moment like they had in the movie where they begin to fight back and forth. But instead of having Luke kind of end up weak, and you can argue, oh, he was defending her easy and blah, blah, blah. But then when she held up the lightsaber, he just kind of fell back. And then, you know, it ended with him kind of like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to help. I'm scared. Kind of crap. Is instead, let her fight with the lightsaber and go and attack. And then when he, did, similar to how it was, itself for once she ends up, you know, cutting the stick, gets the lightsaber and goes to stop, he can do like the father from Mortis and just catch the lightsaber with his palm and just stop it and then close the lightsaber down with his hand and that's when you have this shock of like oh my god luke is incredibly powerful 
And that's when he then explains himself of what happened and says, this is why I didn't give you the lightsaber. Too many people focus on the lightsaber, but it's a force in and of itself. And it's not about attacking, and the lightsaber brings to mind attacking. The force is about protecting, and it's about defending people. And you don't need a lightsaber to defend from evil. And that's when it's just this huge kind of realization. And again, this is kind of what the fan film talks about a little bit. And I don't want to tell too much. Please go watch it. It is good, and it's short. But I just thought this would have been perfect for what we would have wanted to see in the movie. It would have been the Luke we wanted to see. It would have been really powerful. You could have had the conflict that you kind of still had. You could have had the force bond still with Kylo and Rey. You could have, you know, like we had in some of the scenes where Rey's struggling with some purposes. You could have circumstances where, you know, Rey, you actually see some weaknesses and she has to learn from it. You could, instead of having Luke toss the lightsaber because that's just way too far, you could have had him drop the lightsaber or get, you know, gave it back to her so she could still have the lightsaber like she does in the movie. But he doesn't want it, and you find out why later when he does that and slides it down because he doesn't need a lightsaber anymore. He's too powerful. Much like Palpatine didn't really use a lightsaber that much, he used it in the prequels very small amount and once in Clone Wars and an incredible episode where he fought off Savage Press and Darth Maul. I just I love that scene. But he doesn't need it because he's so powerful. Luke doesn't need it anymore either because he's so powerful. But more important over all of that stuff is just kind of breaking down the philosophy of the Jedi. And you could go into, which the novel did but the movie didn't, where he could discuss issues with the Jedi Order before. He could begin to explain this attachment is not a problem. And I've discussed it in prior videos when it talked about it in the chapters. Like, he could fix some of the issues, and he could talk about what was wrong. And it could admit to issues with the Jedi Order, but not pretend like they're failures, because that's just not true. Anyways, for me, when I saw this, these are all the things that came to my head. I literally just finished it, like, five minutes before I filmed this. And uh, those are the things that just popped in my head for... Man, this would have been absolutely great in the movie. It would have been great for a point to expand the lore instead of destroying the lore. And not kill the past, but learn from the past. <laughs> and it would have been something that I think we all would have enjoyed. And it would have been a scene of moments that we would still be talking about right now. About all the effects it could mean. All the different things that, you know, how much it expanded our thoughts and minds on things that were, you know, Disney canon. Um, but unfortunately they didn't do any of that, but there is this fan film and it is enjoyable for its short time again, for the third time, I believe it is linked down below, but I look forward to hearing your thoughts and opinions on it down below on the fan film. And then also my thoughts or some of y'all expanding my thoughts on what maybe could have happened or just, you know, feel like this kind of could open up an interesting discussion that the last Jedi did not open up as instead of being negative thinking about some of the positive ideas that could have come from this. But anyways, thank you as always for watching and never forget you nerf herders. I love you.